Hey guys, welcome back to the Health, Wealth, and Happiness podcast. This is Natalie speaking. And this is Bailey. We just recorded a lovely episode just chatting. I've kind of missed these candid episodes, so I hope you enjoy. Um, We basically talk about tips for podcasting and vulnerability, honesty, and making decisions for yourself. Yeah, we kind of just go in a little bit deeper about our journey through podcasting. We've had a few people reach out with questions about starting their own podcast, and we just want to share what we've learned, share what we're doing right now, um, and just kind of go through that process. Mm -hmm. And even if you're not trying to start a podcast, there's really great, um, I think, just tips and things we're living by right now that can benefit anyone looking to start a business, make a move, make a job change, any kind of change in your life right now might, um, you might benefit from listening to this. So a little housekeeping, as always, we still have some sustainable HWH journals available. Um, they are a limited supply, but we still have some. So please, if you're interested in getting a journal to answer some journal prompts, which Bailey will talk about shortly, Um, go to our big cartel, which will be linked in the show notes as always. And yeah, let us know if you get it and tag us on Instagram at HWH pod. Yeah, they're really cute. I was just writing in mine today and just admiring how cute they are. And if you don't already know, we do have these journal prompts that we're sending out on our email list as well to use with those journals. So they're really great. They really make you think like Natalie and I work very hard to word them in a way that really gets you thinking, gets you going. So you can take that time for yourself to get a little bit deeper within you and to learn something new just about you. Mm -hmm. Um, and to use that journal as a sacred space to do that. So I really hope you enjoy this episode. We've got some really good life tips and life updates in there too. So enjoy and let us know what you think. And if you like it, give us a great rating and a great review on Apple Podcasts. So thank you in advance and enjoy this episode. Yay, it's recording. <laughs> and we're live <laughs> with just Nat and Bale. Just us today. Yeah, we actually considered this season maybe not doing episodes with just us. And then it turned out that this just worked out better. Mm-hmm. I kind of missed it. I, I, yeah, it's a good variety of like chatty. You're going to learn some things this season and then get to know us a little bit better too. Cause, you know, I think that's also something accountability and learning to trust a host or whoever you follow. Like you need to get to know them. Otherwise you're just going to be like, why would I listen to you? Or why would I listen to the podcast if I don't know who they are? So I like those episodes for that reason to get to know us a little bit better. Yeah. And I mean, on a personal note too, they're really fun. I think they're really good debriefs for us and they kind of allow us to have a checkpoint and taken all of the the information and like the lessons learned from the guests that we've had on and kind of see how that's been integrating into our lives too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Checkpoint. And I mean, if this comes after Jonathan's episode with behold, I mean, we were just ch- chatting about living for yourself and making decisions for yourself. So if you listen to that episode, I mean, 
we learn just as much as you guys. I think listening to him talk about it, even if you're not doing psychedelics and you just want to grow, um, he has some really great information. And I, I, I like these episodes because they make me feel a little bit more like our listeners too. You know what I mean? I don't know. Just like normal. Yeah. Like it's us learning as we interview and these people that we invite on, like we invite them on for a reason. Like we invite them on because we're interested in them and they are extremely knowledgeable people. And yeah, I don't know. I mean, Mm -hmm. I think this one will be after Jonathan's episode. So if you guys haven't listened to that and you're listening to this one, go back because it's worthwhile. Like it is worth listening to. And he came from, he's like recording in Thailand. Like you can hear birds and stuff in the background. It's amazing. I was so jealous. (laughs) I, um, I was thinking about my trip, uh, with Megan, our our friend, Megan, uh, we did like a trip to Thailand and it's just like, it's a special place in my heart. Cause I've never been abroad other, like that was my first time abroad. So when he said Thailand, I was just like, so sad and I miss traveling and it's the it's the year mark we're recording on the year mark of like quarantine kind of like was that today yeah I mean for me the last day I was in the office I think was March 12th 2020 I think I had I was late like my office shut down really late and my boss was really rude about it she was like nothing's ever going to shut down. Like this stuff happens all the time. Like it's never going to happen. And I worked in the travel industry. I was like, we were literally going to be the first ones affected. I worked in the travel industry in a company that was like rapidly declining. I was like, this is not going well. Like this is not going to be good. And you are dismissing my feelings and my fears. And then uh, the company's like shut down now. So, oh my God, no, if I worked with you and you're listening to this, I respect you guys. And I really appreciate my time there. However, I think the way things were dealt with were not the best, but that's a different story. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, checkpoint wise, I guess I kind of wanted to talk about the, in this episode where we're at with the podcast. And I feel like a lot of people have asked recording questions, technical things. Um, Yeah. (laughs) So, yeah. And a lot of our friends are starting their own podcasts and not that we're that much more experienced, but we've gone through so much trial and error and something that we were talking about before we started recording, like starting any new endeavor like this, like you guys see the finished product, like, cool. It's an hour long podcast. You've got a blog post with it or a social media post. Like it looks like it's a couple hours of work. Like there's so much learning that goes into it. There's it's like that iceberg, right? Like there's so much under the water that you don't see. There's so many hours of learning and trial and error that you don't see and that we can't Google. Like there's nothing on Reddit about it. Like we can't figure it out. We bought mics. <laughs> we bought mics a few months ago and literally just this episode, we, I hope, cause we haven't really tested it, figured out now how they sound good. And now Natalie's telling me I have to go closer. So I don't even know what I'm doing yet. Yeah. <laughs> So literally we, apparently, I think we've been recording too far away from the mic. And right now I'm about, I mean, how loud am I right now, Bailey? You're, you're pretty loud. You're kind of close. I don't like know. A good loud? <laughs> I, I think so. How do I sound? Am I too loud? I, you were a little too far away. It sounded like the same as the other episodes. Oh so anyway, gosh. this is literally what, what has been going on the past 30 minutes. And no one ever <laughs> sees that stuff is like us testing mm-hmm. the mics, making sure they work. Um, and yeah, I'm about like 
five inches for my mic right now. And I, it sounds great in my headphones, but again, it's like, yeah. not until you stop recording, you have no idea how you sound. And then you start editing and you're like, wow, we were talking about sound quality. And honestly, I and don't notice any sucks. difference. <laughs> Another thing with that is going along with sound quality is the quality of our connection. And then like we can figure our own stuff out and we can get our Wi-Fi working, but then our guests might not, or our guests might be recording on an iPhone, which cuts out when someone else talks. So like we have to be so careful about talking over each other. And our interviews are all live. Like a lot of podcasts are two people in a studio. They know what they're going to say. They're editing and we're doing this all live. We're sometimes talking to these people for the first time. We've never met them before. It's like some awkward stumbly beginnings <laughs> that we then have to figure out how to edit that out and make that sound good. Um, or we talk to people from all over the world. Like people are sitting on beaches. They're in their like mountain homes with terrible service. Like we have to go through all of that. And it's really difficult to learn these things and to predict when they're going to happen and have to fix it on the spot. Mm-hmm. And it can be discouraging. I think that's where people just will stop. Cause they're like, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm trying so hard. This is a lot of work and it's not turning out how I want it to be. But I do want to talk about meeting someone for the first time on a podcast, because that was mm. another thing we were like, how can we get this to flow? Because anyone knows when you first meet someone, it could, it's like small talk. It's like, mm-hmm. hi, what's your name? And you know, that's recorded. And we're like, okay, how can we just start recording, but make it sound natural and flowy. And that's something, I mean, if you listen to a podcast, you want it to sound flowy. You get kind of awkward when the people on the podcast are awkward. You're like, oh, this is making me uncomfortable. So, mm-hmm. I mean, that's another thing I think we've learned and still are learning what works best for us. And I, I think if anyone's listening to this, maybe thinking of doing a podcast, um, what we found to work is to just start recording, hop on Zoom, act like you're just hanging out with someone, your guest and start chatting. And eventually after the small talk is over, you find yourselves in a very method, not methodic, but just like a flow of conversation. And it gets right into the topic. Um, and then from there, that's where you start the podcast episode. You cut out the small talk in the beginning and then you just start recording. And that's what we found works works so far this episode. Um, if you agree. Yeah. I agree. I think we're definitely still honing it in a little bit. I don't think we're perfect. Oh, and no. I think we we're still learning that, but I think that concept is going to get us far. And like, we're only three, three or four episodes recorded into this second season where we're trying a lot of new things. And that's another thing with trial and error. It's like, you really should only try one thing at a time. And we're kind of throwing a bunch of stuff at the wall right now. And it's kind of hard to test like, oh, was it this or was it this? Like, does it sound bad because of that? Or did it sound good because of this? I don't know. Um, And something else that I just want to talk about just to get some like realness in here. When you record an episode with someone who's halfway across the planet and the audio gets botched, you are screwed. Like you, you're not friends with these people. Like you schedule these weeks or months out in advance. Like if you mess up a podcast episode, like it's trashed. And then like that person's disappointed. You're disappointed. It's hours and hours of effort and frustration and work on our end. And I'm not at the point where I can just like go in and fix audio. Like I'm not a wizard there. Like, I don't know audio magic. So that's a very frustrating, very real thing that's happened. And 
it's stressful. Still trying to hell. figure that out. Yeah. Stressful yeah. As hell. Cause you're like, yeah, even I think in Jonathan's episode at one point he just started breaking up and I was like, no, mm-hmm. no, no, no. Like he's saying really <laughs> good things. And it's just, it, you're, it feels like your world is crashing and it, it is. Cause you're, you're not going to, you could necessarily like schedule a second recording, but no one wants that because then I think it just gets, I mean, we've tried that before where we'll record a one-on-one episode with each other and then we're like, oh, that didn't sound right. And then we'll try it again. And then it kind of sounded like scripted. And I I personally don't like that sound in podcasts. Like I want it to be very natural and conversational. So yeah, it's so stressful when someone is on a completely different time zone, different Wi-Fi setting as you. And it is, it is what it is. And you got to use whatever content you get. And um, I mean, even like... <laughs> real talk again guys you should see me before we start recording in my household because there's so there's four people I live with like my parents and then my boyfriend and you know that is a lot of devices on wi-fi and so I I run around I'm yelling at them to turn off their (laughs) wi-fi so it sounds good for the episode and it's just like it's a whole scene and you guys would laugh if you saw me just running around like turning off every single computer Wi-Fi, all of the phones, all of the iPads, you don't realize, I think, to the technological part of a podcast. Like, there's so much behind the scenes and, like, yeah, I, I, I don't even, I'm not, I don't know everything, but I'm pretty sure the more devices on a Wi-Fi make it not as good. <laughs> I think you're right. I mean, I'm not a Wi-Fi expert, but it's, it's funny. This is just like a side thing, but my mom does not know. She's going to be so mad. Every time I talk about her, she like calls me and she's like, why did you talk about me? But she, she does not know the difference between data and Wi-Fi, And she always like uses them interchangeably. And I'm like, mom, no, like that that's not the correct use of the word. Like you're connected to Wi-Fi right now. Like you're, if you're out in the real world, like that's just like, you're using your data. Like you're connected to the satellites or I don't even know what it is, but I know like those two words. Um, yep. That, that was a whole lesson. I had to <laughs> drill into my mom's brain. Cause she was the same way. I was like, no, like when you see the little bars, that's your Wi-Fi. Yeah. And if it says 4g, that's not Wi-Fi. Yeah. <laughs> I have to text my roommate too. I'm like, Hey, I'm recording from seven to nine. Can you please tiptoe around the house? Like my, my house is so squeaky and creaky and old and even like my upstairs neighbors sometimes I'm like, Oh my God, can, can the guests hear those footsteps? Like the mics are picking up everything. Am I breathing too heavily? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Can anyone um, relate to this? Even if you're not doing podcasts, <laughs> but all these zoom calls we're doing now yes, and like for working work. for zoom, it's like, Oh, can you hear me? I, I know that's like an overdone joke, but it's so true. It's like, can you hear me now? <laughs> Or like sometimes, I mean, you're at home, things happen. Like my boss has a bunch of kids that sometimes will like come into work meetings by accident. Or I was on a call the other day and someone's like husband came in and kissed them. And she was like, I'm I'm in a meeting. And it was really awkward, but also it was really cute. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, I kind of have to remind myself of that with this podcast. I'm like, okay, if there's a noise, people know I'm I'm in a house. Like, what do you expect? I'm sorry. I'm not in a studio. I'm not like. I don't know who would be, I can't think of a famous podcaster right now, but I'm not in a studio like them. That's just not where we're at right now. I mean, maybe one day, who knows, but yeah, I have to remind myself, bring myself back down. I think people understand though, too. I mean, everyone's in the same boat. 
And if the, your background's not perfect and your lighting's not great, like, cool. I don't have studio lighting in my two bedroom apartment in Philadelphia, you know, like, sorry. No, no, no. <laughs> um, I guess to get into some technicals too, because we have had these technical questions asked, we used to record on anchor anchor has given us a lot of problems. Anchor is a wonderful, wonderful resource to push out your podcast because you can put it onto anchor and then it publishes it out to pretty much every single platform, which is amazing. However, editing on anchor gets gimmicky and recording on anchor gets gimmicky. So if you guys listen to our episodes last season where the audio gets like compressed in places and then our, it sounds like we're talking over people. And really what happens is those audio files somehow like overwrote each other. Mm-hmm. And it, like, I would ask a question and like the question would come after the answer. It was so bizarre. So things like that started happening. We stopped recording on anchor. Mm -hmm. And also anchor isn't a video call. So it's just a phone call and you don't see the other person. And that that's another layer. Like I like to see someone. So you get visual cues of, Oh, they're about to talk. I don't want to talk over them before. It was like a free for all. You just kind of like, especially with a guest, it's different with just Bailey and I, and if you're doing a podcast with just you and the host, I think you're less prone to talking over each other. Cause it is, it's like a phone call. You can kind of pick up on that, but throw a third person in there. You're like, I have no idea who's about to talk. Cause me and Bailey might be on the same page, but then the third person might just like throw in their idea. Um, so that is another reason I personally didn't love recording on anchor. Right. And when we were doing that too, what we would, what we learned to do about I don't know, halfway through the season, maybe we would do a, either a Facebook call or a zoom call with the mics off so we could Mm -hmm. see each other, but then still the audio wasn't aligning. And then we didn't have zoom premium. So like the 40 minute mark came up. So anyway, moving forward to now, we now have zoom premium or zoom pro, whatever it's called. And so we're recording on there. So we have microphones. Now we have blue yetis that we have plugged into our computers and then we record on a zoom call. So we're just literally recording on that platform Mm -hmm. and uploading our audio file from there. Yeah. And to get to this point too, don't be afraid to ask questions. So I even reached out to some podcasts that I listened to through our Instagram account and was like, Hey, your podcast sounds great. And I knew they also, so that's another thing. Some podcasts they record together and they're going to sound way better sound quality. If Bailey and I were in the same room, it'd be bomb right now. But I was trying to find podcasts that are still doing it remote because of COVID or they live in different cities. And I was like, okay, what are they using? Because it sounds significantly better than ours. Not perfect, but definitely better. So I, I just asked and they did say they used zoom. So I know we're not the only ones that do it. And it's probably worth the investment if you're looking to podcast long-term, even if not, I mean, what, there's like a monthly plan that we're doing right now? Yeah. So we're doing, I think it's $14.99 a month. And then we weren't sure how long we were going to do this. And we also weren't sure how long our breaks were going to be. So our like proposed schedule idea, it turned out to be cheaper to do it monthly. However, we might do the yearly membership to save money eventually. So just look into it, like see what you want to do and try, but yeah, do it for a month. It's like 15 bucks. Um, and to give you more insight also on editing, 
I just tried for the first time yesterday, GarageBand. So I don't know. I don't have a preferred method of editing yet. We haven't really found something that's perfect for us, but that's kind of where we are right now. Something that you just said though, that I really liked, you're talking about like, don't be afraid to ask. Like we've gotten some really, really wonderful guests for this season, literally just by reaching out like on Instagram, like in not expecting them to respond. And then they did, which is amazing. Like sometimes if you're not going to ask for something, you're not going to get it. So like, feel free to shoot for the stars, like go big people. I mean, if you look professional and you sound professional, when you reach out, you will be surprised who says yes to you. And like, it's so encouraging to see that response. Mm-hmm. Two things, um, communication and learning how to type out a proper email or response is a great skill to have. If you're reaching out, um, also not even just guests partner outreach. Uh, I personally was terrified to do this and Bailey just was like, let's try it one day. And that's how we got, I think it was natural cycles was our first one. And then I reached out to seed and look, they're our first partners. And they saw Mm -hmm. like, it is, it's encouraging. It's like, Oh, they see an opportunity here. Like this is great. And you know, if there's a brand you really believe in reach out to them because they might have a, um, either, uh, an affiliate program or, you know, just their own thing that they do, uh, for micro in quote unquote, micro influencers, just to like collab together. Um, just ask because you'd be surprised who is willing to work with you. You don't have to be big. You don't have to wait for them to reach out to you. Um, you know, you miss, we've said this in a podcast episode before, I think it was Wes's episode, but you miss all the shots you don't take. Like, I mean, I hate that quote, but yes, it's true. Such a dad quote. Okay. Do you want to know the reason I hate it though? Yeah. Let me hear. Have you ever watched the office? Um, yes and no. Like, okay. Yeah. So I, I never watched the office until recently and I was always against the office until recently. This is a tangent, but if you are ever on Tinder or Bumble, um, one of the office quotes is you miss 100% of the shots. You don't take Wayne Gretzky, Michael Scott. It's like a double quote and literally everyone's Tinder profile. It's in everyone's profile. And it makes me so angry. Um, so I hate that quote so much, (laughs) but it's true. It it really is a good quote though, because it's true. And I think a lot of that for us too, is we realize we're not perfect, but we also have a very professional, um, presence and we work very hard on just like making ourselves look good and making all of our content look very presentable. Everything that we do, we like, we really polish it. And I understand it doesn't always work out that way, but we do try really hard to fake it till you make it. You know, like we realize we don't have a ton of listeners right now, but we are working really hard to stay consistent and to look really professional. And that shows And people have even reached out to us, which is consistently surprising to me. Um, but still like a very encouraging thing. Mm-hmm. Branding. That's another point I want to talk about. If you have a podcast, find a way to brand it, but not even, I think if you're starting a podcast, you should already have a brand idea, like a community. When I say brand, it doesn't mean like a product by no means do you have to sell anything. Uh, but a brand as in a whole, like when someone looks at you, what is the vibe you're giving off? Who are you trying to reach out to? Like, who is your customer? Who is 
your audience. Um, and then once you have that, then you can figure out what colors you want to use in your feed. If you're trying to go that very distinct route, or you don't need a color theme, but you have, okay, I want a quotes. If you're using, this is, I'm talking Instagram as a platform. If you decide to use Instagram, there's also Facebook. That's another thing. Like, who are you reaching out to? If it's an older customer, I think like Facebook has really great potential depending on who you're trying to reach. Like, I know I'm in a couple of Facebook groups. I don't check them religiously, but I know a lot of people that do. So figure out where your person is that's listening and focus on that. So I and Bailey, we've talked about this. We believe Instagram is more for our audience. It might change in the future. And that's another thing, like stay up to date on all the social media platforms because so I was watching Shark Shark Tank the other day and they kept saying if they turned someone down, they might not invest in them. But every single shark kept telling that person, go on Instagram, like make really good content. And we think you could go somewhere like every person, if they liked their product, but we're like, I don't really want to invest right now because I think, you know, they're also kind of cautious right now because of the COVID situation. It was a live uh, episode. Um, I think what they're saying is like social media is huge, like use it to your benefit and figure out what platform you want to do and stay up to date with it. Because if you're launching anything, you never know where it could go. And that's something I've learned. And I've realized my passion for it too, is, you know, media, have someone help you. If you're not great at social media, find a friend who can you know, make some templates for you and just reuse them. I've seen podcasts use the same template for every single quote or whatever. Just figure out what you want to do. Find your niche, be you, but use your resources. They're free. Literally. Yeah. And that's, I mean, that's literally it's marketing, you know, and I know we're both in marketing. So that's something that we like and I hate how much I love it, but I do. Um, also side note, I don't know if anyone's in clubhouse, but I do have four invites right now. So hit us up if you want a clubhouse invite. Um, Going off of that too, because when we started, we had an idea of who we wanted to target, but that's changed. And it's, um, we had an idea of who we wanted to target at first and it didn't really stay the same. And we, we realized that there was more women listening to us. We kind of niched it down even more and we pivoted a little. And even in our second season, I mean, we changed our colors up. We changed our branding a little bit. So don't be afraid to change too. Like you're not going to have the most clear idea you might, but you're not always going to have the most clear idea of what you want and who is going to want it until you start. And it's okay to pivot and it's okay to change. And it's probably going to be a bit broad in the beginning, but just stay aware of it. I mean, you're always going to have to revisit your marketing, but no one's going to listen to your podcast if you don't know about it. So you have to get it out there somehow. Mm -hmm. And, you know, yes, it's okay to change, but still stay true to yourself. So that's something I've realized too. Also listening to like clubhouse groups on marketing and podcasting is if you have an idea, it's okay if it's not the most popular right away, but if you stick to that idea and you really believe in it, like if that is truly like, I'm not getting as much hits as I want right now, but it's, it's, I, it is what I want. I'm a clear story. Like make sure your story is clear. If someone were to click your page, and stick with it and consistency. So what we realized is like, we had this broad idea, like who we wanted to market to. And then we realized, oh, this feels better. Like we felt more comfortable reaching out to more 
women and then a certain age group. So we just stuck with that. So it is, it's like flexibility, be okay to change, but know in your gut, like what you're trying to do and who you need to reach out to, because um, it could be easy to just go towards the numbers. It can be easy to do what works. And right now there's a very certain type of like Instagram vibe, like the nineties vibe is really popular right now on Instagram, but it's, it's easy to go towards that. Cause that's where the numbers are. But if it doesn't feel right with your brand, don't do it because that will quickly. Yeah. I lost no, my that's trying to <laughs> No, I I totally agree with you there. And something that we keep coming back to as well as like staying true to ourselves, staying true to yourself in a podcast is really important because you can, you can fake an Instagram post, right? But when you're talking about something, you can hear the passion in someone's voice and something that you and I keep revisiting is we put so many hours of work into this podcast. And if we didn't love it so much, we wouldn't still be doing it. Like we're still bringing a lot of fun energy into it and it's bringing us a lot of happiness. And if you don't feel that energy anymore, revisit your goals, revisit, like, what do you want to do? Where do you want to go with it? Like if it's not feeling good anymore and you're not bringing in a good energy to it, then stop that because that doesn't feel good to you. That's not true to you. Revisit what you actually want. And that might be a signal for you to pivot as well. And something that we keep talking about is like, this feels worthwhile to us because we feel like we're doing a good thing and we're doing this for ourselves. And I think anything that you are doing for yourself that feels really, really good to you, you're going to continue bringing that energy and it's going to continue to snowball and attract people because good energy, like people are attracted to happiness and good energy. And that's when you're going to get those best ideas. That's when you're really going to get into your flow and like into your vortex and really just get that snowball effect of really, really amazing, genuine content. Let's take a short break from the episode to chat about one of our partners, Natural Cycles. Natural Cycles is the first and only FDA-cleared birth control app. This is a great method for any woman looking for a natural and effective alternative to hormonal birth control. Plus, it's super convenient because it's right on your phone. Personally, I stopped taking hormonal birth control because I had little to no sex drive and I wanted to take back control over my body. Natural Cycles has allowed me to effectively track when I am fertile to prevent pregnancy by using an algorithm based on my basal body temperature. First thing in the morning, I check my temperature with the thermometer Natural Cycles provides, enter my temperature into the app, then I am given green and red days to let me know whether or not I am fertile. Having sex on your fertile days will increase your chances of conceiving. Natural Cycles is 98% effective when used perfectly, which means not having unprotected sex on red days. And it is 93% effective with typical use. So play at your own risk. (laughs) There is no one size fits all for birth control. So it's important to understand what works for you and what you are looking for. If you are interested in trying Natural Cycles for yourself, use the link in the show notes and code HWH at checkout to receive 20% off an annual subscription. Plus, you'll receive a free basal thermometer. I repeat, you will receive 20% off an annual subscription plus a free basal thermometer when you use code HWH at checkout. Lastly, I want to disclaim that users must be over the age of 18 
And Natural Cycles does not protect against STIs. Only barrier methods such as condoms prevent against STIs. Alrighty, let's get back to the episode. Beautiful point about, you know, positivity attracting other positivity and vice versa. Like negativity also attracts negativity. So really be conscious of like what you're putting out there because you'll get that back if you're putting it out. So I do want to pivot a little bit more about flexibility and just how we've realized, like we had a very distinct structure, like, um, it was three episodes of a guest and then us, we pivoted away from that because we were like, uh, it doesn't really matter. And now we're kind of back to it because we realized it might actually help us in the long run to kind of pre-record a little bit. So it gives us a little bit of a break because guys, if you record an episode a week and you're doing it live and consistently, it's draining. It is, it is a lot of work. And I think you know, at first it can be, you might have a little bit of resistance to changing your initial structure and it feels good at first, but then it's okay. It's okay to change. It's okay to, oh, maybe I did like that. Let's revert back to that, you know, be okay with any of that. And also if you have a schedule of guests out, that can change as well. Like someone might cancel on you. And this is, so this season we had it kind of planned out from the get-go day one recording with Kavena. We kind of had our guests planned out and through it, we've like, some people have canceled. We haven't heard back from a couple people or whatever it is. And you got to be ready to just kind of use your resources, reach out to people. If they don't reach out to you, we've lucked out with that. Like some people reaching out to us, that feels really great and genuine. Um, and we love what they're doing. So yes, pivoting, using your resources, flexibility. I've really learned to just kind of go with it. You know, you can't, I used to be very um, structured with the Instagram and being like, I had this planned and blah, blah, blah. Like, it's okay. I can delete a post. Yes, it it was work that I put into it, but it's okay. I can move it. Um, No, but Bailey has helped me. She was like, you know, do you just have like a stockpile of posts that you can use and flex in and out of? Um, as long as they're on brand. So I think that's like a little tidbit to just have um, kind of a folder or whatever you decide to do with content that you can use interchangeably for those days that something has changed and you don't feel like remaking a graphic or trying to find in the depths of Instagram or Pinterest some inspo pick that you want to share with your following. You know, it's like just plan ahead, but also be okay to pivot. Yeah. And just staying on your toes. Like that's a lesson for everyday life. Like nothing is ever going to go the way that you planned. And it's so frustrating. And that's something that I've had to learn. And I think that stockpile is a really good tip. And I mean, we're pretty much doing that with our episodes now too. And sometimes you want to do that too, because if you, sometimes something happens and you need to either tackle that head on or take that opportunity and share that post or post an episode about something that's happening in the world right now. That's really important. Like you have to put those things first sometimes, and just to be flexible and to go off that point too, I think what's helped us a lot is we have really grown our relationship to be very honest with each other, very open with each other. Like today we kind of planned out to record today. And then we messaged each other. We were like, do we feel like it? And I was like, I don't know. And then I went on a walk and I felt better, but we're kind of at that point now where we can feel each other's energy and we've worked together 
and just been very, very honest with each other and broken down a lot of barriers. And it took a long time. I mean, there was some times where we both broke down last season we were like, we don't know if we can do this. Like we don't feel good enough. I don't know if this is working. And we really worked through that. And I'm really proud of us. And I think we've been friends for how long has it been? It's like 10 years, 12 12 years, years, 15 crazy. But this is the strongest that I felt our relationship has ever been. And I am eternally grateful for it. And it, it literally like we've gone through a lot of stuff together just in the past few months because of this. And I think a lot of it is just us tackling things head first, having really, really good communication and taking every moment for what it is and like just really working through it together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the stockpiling thing and allowing you to like you said, sometimes you just don't feel like recording. I'll be honest, guys. We're not always like, oh, let's get behind a mic and chat and chipper. Like not by any means. Like sometimes you just don't want to talk. I'm very introverted. I sometimes don't want to do things. So having that communication and then also the resources, the extra episodes that you stockpiled or the extra content for the blog or the Instagram. So you can have those off weeks. Like we took off an entire week last, was that last week? Yeah. Last yeah, week. It was last week. Yeah. We were just off our game and it, it, we were able to do so because we've had this kind of lump of, you know, we plan ahead and pivoted and it's all really great things. And the communication, I can also attest to that. Just, I mean, you've seen, I feel like we both have seen each other in a lowest low in the past couple of months, as well as like a highest high. So it is, it's like, we're vulnerable enough with each other and to communicate, like, I'm really low right now. I I don't know what to do. I need to do something about it. Um, This is where my head's at. I had a really bad case of like imposter syndrome last season, like really, really bad. I just didn't feel like this podcast was mine. I, it just did not feel right. And I told Bailey that, and that can be like sometimes embarrassing, but it, it wasn't Bailey doesn't make me feel embarrassed, but it, it's like a thing you, a story you tell in your head and you're just like, I don't, this isn't me. This isn't, people don't want to see me. People don't want to hear me. Like that was just a constant battle in my head last season. And it has definitely improved because I told Bailey and because I, it was like a weight lifted off of me and it's no longer my burden. It was like, it was, I let go. I had, I it never had control over me and I just released it. So definitely like speaking it, um, can be really, really, really hard, but I know it'll help you work through it. And that's something I'm a big emotion person because it, I know once I release it and I say whatever it is on my mind, it'll just, you know, eventually dissipate. Everything's temporary. Um, that's been like a mantra this past week for me and like repeating to, uh, people in my life, just this too shall pass. <laughs> it's, it's true. Yeah. And when you hold things in, I mean, I'm speaking to myself right now because I'm not great at this still. And it's something that I've been working on very hard the past few months, but talking about things when I'm upset about them and not internalizing them, because then you start projecting your own feelings on people, which is not fair. And you start like making up these scenarios in your head that aren't true. And then when you're holding in those like in internalized verbal toxins, they just start to fester and they get worse. And when you let it out and you talk about it, it's most of the time, not as bad as you think it's going to be. And 
you work through it with people. Like rarely is it as bad as you think it's going to be. And it's scary. It's terrifying because you don't want to disappoint someone and you don't want to make someone upset. But by talking through it, you're going to make your relationship with that person so much stronger. Mm -hmm. It's like a, a bad dream. If you've ever had, you wake up, it could be like about a boyfriend or whatever. And in that dream, something happened that you're mad at that person for. And sometimes, I mean, I think we've all had that where you're just kind of mad at this person. They did nothing wrong, but you internalize this and you never told them like, oh, you were in my dream and you did this. So you're just kind of mad at them the whole day. Whereas like, if you just woke up and were like, this happened to me last night, actually, I had a dream with my boyfriend in it. And I like felt just off when I woke up and I didn't say anything at first. And I was like, you were in my dream last night. And I told him, and it, it just, it does. It's like so stupid, but I, it, it's true. It's kind of like a bad dream. You just got to like say it and then release it. So you're not mad at the person for something they didn't, didn't do. You're like projecting that thing onto them. Um, so release your dreams. <laughs> yeah. Or like you have, I, sometimes I'll have dreams about like people in high school, which is really weird. And they like did something to me like recently. And I'm like, Oh, I'm so mad at that girl. And like, I'm never going to see her again. But I so I, in that situation, don't reach out to them, but dreams are weird. <laughs> so <laughs> That's weird. a whole different uh, topic. Yeah. No, <laughs> I guess my last piece of advice for people who want to start a podcast is if you're thinking about doing it, just do it just do it. Try your best to stay consistent. Maybe it won't work out, but you're not going to regret it. And by you doing this, like it shows initiative. It's something you can put it on a resume. Like people, people that I tell that I have a podcast, like people are impressed and I don't know if they should be or not. Um, cause sometimes I, I get in my head and I'm like, I don't know, like, should you be impressed? Like, I guess it's a great thing. I don't know. Um, but just do it. Like so many people ask me there or talk, to me about it. And they're like, Oh, I have this idea. Like, I really want to do it, but I don't know. I'm just not ready. Or I don't know. I'll, I'll like do it when I'm ready. Like literally just fucking do it. Like this is your sign to do it. If you have an idea, do it. And if you're alone, do it. If you've got a partner, reach out to them and just do it. Like you don't need a microphone. It's so easy to do right now. Literally just download the anchor app. Literally. Um, it's so simple now. Like we literally have all of these resources at our fingertips And if you feel like you want to do it at all, literally you are not going to regret just starting it. Mm -hmm. And, you know, for myself, I think I've heard a lot of things about like decision-making too, and everyone's a little bit different. Like some people do need to sleep on their ideas or give it, um, up to a month time. Uh, I forget what it's called. It's one of those personality types, but it's also, I mean, it is true. Like some people just have to process things. So if you do get an idea, don't feel like you have to do it that day or, you know, whatever it is, like definitely sleep on it, but don't let the, the, I guess, influence from the outside world change your perspective. Like if you decide not to do it, make sure it's coming from you and not anyone else, because, you know, you'll hear things from either a parent or friends, like, why would you do that? Like, don't do that. You'll definitely hear negativity. Like you're not going to have all these people in your life being like, yeah, do it. Um, but if you feel it in your heart for however long you need to process it, that you still want to do it, um, you should, uh, just like Bailey said. So definitely don't be rash, but definitely go for it. Why not? If it's your decision, do it. Going off of what you said about like, not everyone's going to be cheering you on the entire way too. 
that's a really difficult thing to overcome. And a lot of people have questioned some things that I've said on the podcast, have questioned guests that I've brought on, um, or have overall just like not been supportive. Those aren't your people. Like those aren't the people who you are, that's not your target market. Those aren't the people that you want to be listening to it. And I mean, if, if there's a certain degree of negativity, then take that as a sign, maybe that you need to cut them out of your life, but don't be discouraged by people who aren't into what you're speaking of. I mean, you can have, we've talked about having different friends for different reasons. Like not all of my friends are into health and wellness and not all of my friends are into an entrepreneurial perspective and like, don't have that outlook on life. And that's okay. This is not for them. Um, I think you just need to kind of take a step back from those people sometimes and say, this is not the content that they're consuming. Maybe they don't even listen to podcasts and just take that with a grain of salt. Like don't be discouraged if people are like not supportive of it right away. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It takes time to do that. But I mean, that was another thing also I would notice like, oh, why aren't my friends like following my podcast? And it is just that it's like, they're not who you're trying to reach out to. Like not every friend has to listen to everything you do like they can support you and they'll be like oh great I just don't want to listen to it and that's fine that's totally fine but I will say it doesn't I mean it, it makes it feels so good when someone tells you like a close friend is like oh my gosh I just listened and um it was so good and blah 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 like it is it does feel good when someone compliments it but not everyone will and you just I mean you have to accept that not everyone will like you yeah and that's okay and I think once you get into it a bit too, like we're 15, 16, 17 episodes in now, which I read a stat the other day that only 50% of podcasts make it to the 15th episode. So we're there, which is amazing. But I mean, I believe it. Sorry to cut you off, but it's like at this point, I mean, we've had times where we question, we're like, this is so much work. (laughs) Yeah, we've definitely questioned it, but I think we're at the point now where I'm able to take more of a third party perspective to it. And it's just something that I do and I enjoy and I don't really have that emotion in it. And I'm not hurt when people don't like it. Like now we're at the point where we kind of like publish it and we're like, cool, sent the email, published it. It's scheduled. We're good to go. And we're kind of just, I'm not putting it out for my friends anymore. And I'm not rubbing it in their faces. Like, Hey, did you listen to episode 13 of the podcast? Like, it's a really good one. Um, I'm kind of just like pushing it out and being like, Oh, you like, you saw that. That's great. Like some people will approach me about it. Like, I don't really talk about it that much. Um, and that's come with time too. Like it's just become a part of me. It's not something that I'm pushing on to people all the time anymore. Mm-hmm. I do also, I think it's important when you first start, I think We've all gotten those kind of requests on Facebook of probably a mass thing where they just sent a new business that they're doing, inviting them to like your page. It's like probably to their entire friends list, like this page from so-and-so. Like, I don't want to dismiss, like, that's probably the smart way to like get an initial following, which we did. We shared the podcast on our personal account. We still do sometimes if we're like really proud of something, but once you're past that initial part, I don't think it's no longer serving you. I think if anything, it might discourage you even more, like get it out there make sure you, you know, do, um, expose yourself and just get yourself out there. I think that's important initially, but yeah, there's to a point where, you know, you don't need to anymore. I think we're into season two. Um, people have seen it. Our friends list have seen what we're doing by this point. 
we've definitely, you don't want to beat them over the head with it. You know, then you'll start getting retraction and people will be like, they're, you know, people don't like too much information. I think I'm that way too. If I get too many posts or something like that, um, it can be a lot. So we're, you know, learning to retract a little bit. Uh, even with Instagram, I'm like, sometimes I do a lot of posts because it looks really good on the feed, but I'm like, no, (laughs) just like too much, too much, um, too much information. So get yourself out there, but then yeah, you don't have to prove anything to anyone. Uh, people will find you if they like you, you know, or they, they resonate, not like you. Exactly. And I was sharing that more so as to how I'm feeling right now, rather than this is what you should do. Like, this is just how it's manifested in my life. Like I've felt like that initial excitement and sharing it with my close friend group all the time has worn off. And now instead of sharing it to my friends list and sending it to people directly, it's like, I'm finding groups of people on, um, Slack or Facebook groups that are relevant, like sharing it there is more of a promotion rather than a personal exposure thing. Um, so it's just, I guess, showing that progress and like the difference there. I love that. And I think it's natural to, for everyone to kind of go through that. I mean, I yeah. everyone does like it. you should be excited about this. You've created this amazing, beautiful thing. And like, this is your soul going into this creative project. Like be excited about it. Like use that. Like people, I think are still listening to the first episode and I'm like, Ooh, oh. I don't know if you should do that anymore. I know I've gotten <laughs> like, someone- there's the most excitement there. Oh yeah. Someone messaged me. I shared it with you that they listened to the first episode and I didn't realize they were talking about the first episode. I was like, oh yeah, they listened to season two, episode one. And then it hit me. I like reread the message and I was like, shit, that's season one. Like, no. Yeah. So that's pretty much, I think all I have for podcast information. If you guys have any questions, if you're looking to start your own podcast, we are more than happy to always respond. Like reach out on email. It's hwhpod at gmail.com or at hwhpod on Instagram. Natalie's on Instagram all the time. We love to talk about it, obviously, (laughs) and we're more than happy to help. So reach out if you have any questions at all, we will help you through it. We'll talk you through it. We'll help you with your marketing, whatever you need help with. Like this is what we're passionate about. And we are here to be a resource. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like we just hit the tip of the iceberg and there is, there's still so many programs that we use and we haven't even touched on them, like for the blog, for the email list, for Insta, whatever. Um, so please reach out. We, we, I think because we've learned at this point and we've Googled so much and we've reached out, like we want to help you now because we know what it feels like to not know anything and be very lost. Uh, And it's not a fun feeling. I mean, the resources are out there. You can look it up, but just ask a friend, ask us. We're here. That's why I think, again, that is why we made this podcast to use our voice and share what we know, because I think everyone, everyone's voice is important. And we all know something that someone else might not. And it, we're just here for you guys. So I could, I don't want to ramble up on much more, but yeah, please reach out. But just going off of what you just said there too, like I was in a really weak moment the, the past two days. I mean, I called you almost on the verge of tears. Like, what was that other editing platform we talked about? And then I called my friend, Sam the next day asking questions about the editing platform. Like Sometimes it's just so much easier for a friend to be like, oh yeah, just click that button rather than you going through it and Googling it and try to figure it out for an hour. Like 
literally just use your resources and everything that we said today too, it could change. Most likely it will change. Like this is us still figuring it out. So conversely there too, if you have tips for us, let us know. We want to hear them. Like we are just here to better ourselves too. And hopefully you've heard that progress throughout this all 17, 18, whatever episodes it is now. Um, so please help us too. Like we're here to help you, but if you want to give us some tips, we are open to tips. Yes. We are on this journey together. And I want to keep reiterating that we are no better than you and you are no better than us. (laughs) We are all humans. (laughs) We're equals. (laughs) Yes. Although sometimes I do have a, a, what is it? A God complex. Oh yeah. 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 I think that's what it's called. Some days I wake up in the morning. I'm like, I'm the best person in the world. (laughs) You definitely give off that energy sometimes. And I'm like, Ooh, bow down. (laughs) All hail bail, right? All hail bails. Follow my first. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Um, but I, I don't think that energy is a bad energy to have. However, I think it's good to still be grounded and realize that although you're on this high right now, like you're not the best person in the world. And like, you humble yourself, lady. Yes. <laughs> or, confidence is great, but yeah. you, you said it humble and ground. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I'm not great with that balance, but I'm learning every day to get better. So <laughs> <laughs> without further ado, I don't know why I said without further ado. <laughs> saying it's our it's our um the words that we're using now we like keep coming back into them because I've noticed I'm saying that a lot and then I'm also saying my question for you and I'm like stop saying that like I don't have to introduce that I'm asking a question like it's clear that I'm asking a question we've removed some crutches and moved them to just a new crutch (laughs) wait that's something else actually that we should talk about okay okay word crutches So something else actually that we forgot to mention is word crutches. We all have them and you probably don't realize that you have that. You might because um and like are very common ones. Mine, I'm almost, I don't even want to say them because I'm afraid that don't, people are going to hear them now. I don't think now. you should because they will hear it. That's like a thing. <laughs> so, so we or recognize we this. It? Is that vulnerable? Let's be vulnerable. Uh-huh. <laughs> my word crutch. My word crutch last season was absolutely. And I realized that it happens when I was feeling tired or lazy. So that was like my go-to, like answering a question. I'd be like, absolutely. <laughs> Natalie's dying right now. It's so not embarrassing. Your ears. <laughs> but we recognized that we had word crutches and we talked about it and we've now replaced them with new word crutches. <laughs> yep. Like without further ado. <laughs> and so my question for you is (laughs) you know what I also say hold on let me think how I say it um I'll be like to that point or something it's like anytime Mm. someone says a good point and then I want to react I'm like oh also or I can't think of it off the top of my head but I definitely say something after there's a response and I want to like pay a nod to it. There is a phrase. You say that a lot too. You say pay a nod. Too. <laughs> oh my God. Do I re- oh my God. I do see guys that you have phrases that you just use. I will say, I say like a lot and I just can't stop. I'm sorry <laughs> <laughs> guys this. Okay. Notice listen to other podcasts. It's it's certain for whatever reason, I feel like our generation and younger, we use like, and I, mm-hmm. it's not to excuse myself, but it is something I physically, I don't think I can get rid of. I tried. (laughs) It's hard. And 
word crutches are, it's a comfort. I don't know if I fully understand them enough to talk about them, but just become aware of them. I think when you're able to recognize them and slow down a little bit and be a little bit more intentional in your conversation, it comes off as a lot more professional. So this helps you in work. This helps you in podcasting. Um, and we recognized our word crutches and tried to give ourselves alternatives. And I don't think we, we didn't really put a lot of effort into it, but we're working on it. So that's just something in podcasting to be aware of. Yes. And instead of a word crutch, know that pausing is okay. That's something we didn't really do much last season. And this season, I think we're getting better at like, it's even okay to forget your words and just pause. Like I've done that a lot this season so far. I don't know why. (laughs) Editing tip. It's so much easier if there's a long pause rather than like a bunch of people like talking over each other or you stumbling for words, literally just be silent because it's Mm -hmm. so much better and easier to edit out silence than to edit out a bunch of jumble. Yeah. (laughs) Or us laughing that that's a common one. That's a tricky one. So this episode might have a lot of that. <laughs> I know. Sorry, Bale. Have fun editing. <laughs> I hate editing. I cannot wait until the, the moments that we make enough money to hire an editor. <laughs> I'm like, should I try to learn? Should we swap sometimes? <laughs> no, it literally you learning it. I, I, I've thought about that because this, so this week I broke down because I edited Hannah's episode about four times, four or five times, honestly. And there was a lot of connection issues. So it was a tough episode to edit. And I got to the point where I almost thought about asking you, but the time that it would have taken you to learn everything. And then not that I'm by any means perfect, but there's just like some things that I've learned that make things quicker. And for you to go through and learn all of that, like it probably would have been no offense, but like twice as long or like similar quality to the messed up ones. So I was like, I'm not even going to ask her. Like, that's not okay. Like I'm sticking in my lane. I'm going to finish it. I'm going to stick. I'm just going to stick with it and I'm going to do it. And I did it. So Mm -hmm. stick with it. Yes. Don't be afraid to ask for help. (laughs) Which I did. I called you. You did. You did. (laughs) And I said, help me, please. I know. I know. It was a very short phone call. I was like, I feel she's very stressed, but I don't know what to do. It was a bad day. So that happened and I had my period. And so I I took a step away from it all. Right. And when I called you, I was at the grocery store and I found this recipe for soup that I've been looking at for a really long time. It was like a Mexican soup with like noodles and like you make like the base and the broth. And I was really excited about it. So I was like, okay, having a bad day, but I'm going to turn it around. I'm going to take a step back, not think about any of it, like do something for myself. I'm going to go to the grocery store and I'm going to make this soup. Right. So I called you from the grocery store and anyway, was feeling a little bit better. I get home and I'm quarantining at my aunt's house right now because no one's here. And I don't know how anything works here. And I set soup on fire, Natalie. All of the fire alarms went off. I could not figure out how to get them to turn off. I set soup on fire. Like, how do you set soup on fire? And so that literally set me off so much. I was like, I was just trying to have a good night. I was trying to be better. And it just like made things worse. But I'm okay now. (laughs) (laughs) This too shall pass. (laughs) Yes. These things happen. But I think 
there's two lessons there. One is if you need to step away from something and you're going to be better because of it, do it. The second one is yes, things will pass and it will be okay. And tough days happen and that's okay. It's okay to break down. Um, because you're going to have bad days and you're going to have good days too. So just take it for what it is. It's okay. Yes. Um, so I feel like we're at a good point to kind of finally end the episode. This was really fun. I miss these kind of chatty and less stressful, you know, take it as you please, you know, kind of episodes. So thanks for listening. Uh, do we want to ask how do we live our best lives? Oh yeah. How do you, Sorry, how do you I don't know Maddie? why I thought that was so funny. <laughs> <laughs> kind of is how I'll, cause we can revisit these. How are you living your best life right now? Um, there's a lot of things that I'm working on right now, actually, but the first one that came to my mind because of the weather is grounding and stepping outside, walk away from the work computer it is something I have seen and noticed in myself and other people, the like working at home kind of makes you feel like you can't get up from the computer because you're, you're at home and you want to make sure you're working the whole time. But I've learned, like Bailey said, sometimes you have to step away from something and you'll be better for it and you'll come back and get whatever you need to get done even faster. So using this nice weather as an excuse to like comfortably go on a walk. You feel great. The sun, the vitamin D, um, there's nothing wrong that can come out of going outside, like safely, obviously, like don't go in in a crowd, but, (laughs) um, there's nothing wrong. It, It will help you in the long run. So that's my little two cents. Um, Baleem, how are you living your best life? So I have two answers to this question right now. The first one is putting myself first. I realized that I had been putting a lot of my happiness into other people's lives rather than my own. And the past month, I really needed to take a step back and recognize that I was putting expectations on people. And I really just needed to come back to myself and like have fun with myself again, take some really like true quality time for myself, like not just watching Netflix, not just working and like sitting in my room, like really being with myself and like sitting with myself and enjoying myself again. And that was something that has helped me immensely in like my mental health this past month. The second thing is celebrating tiny wins because it's really, really hard sometimes to zoom out and see the bigger picture because day to day, like in your job, you're, you're just, you're in it. You're really zoomed in, like you're seeing everything and it's really tough to see progress sometimes And I've just been having to zoom out and be like, okay, even if we don't get this deal, like we still have been talking to this really big client or, you know, even if the podcast isn't perfect right now, like look at all the progress we've made just coming up until the second season, like look at what we've done. So celebrating the tiny wins, really zooming out and congratulating yourself for the progress that you've made now, because even though it's not the big picture yet, and it's not what you're dreaming of, like you've still made so much progress and that's amazing. So celebrate those tiny wins. I love it. Yay. Yeah. Well, we'll leave you with that. And we want you to think, how do you live your best life? What are you doing right now that you're really proud of? And you would want to share with us, tag us in a story and let us know. We'll share your post. Um, let's create that community. Uh, we want some interaction from you guys. Um, it's all fun and games to like chat to each other and share it and put it out there. But 
I, I personally would love some more interaction. So don't be afraid. If you think of anything, please, please, please. I know we keep saying it, but please reach out. So yeah, we're open to anything. If you want to come on the show, if you want to give us an idea, if you want us to talk about something, if you want, I don't know, if you got ideas, we are open to anything. So thank you for listening. Thank you for being open-minded and start that podcast. Yes. Goodbye.